Good morning, kind folks. It's your KVMR morning news update for Tuesday, May 3rd. I'm Steve Baker. Who hasn't filed a required county campaign financial disclosure yet? You'll find out soon, but first, it's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today sunny, high near 73. Tonight, low 52. Tomorrow, 79 and sunny, a slight chance of Friday showers. Sacramento, today, sunny and a high of 83. Tonight, low 54. Tomorrow, 91 and sunny. And Truckee Tahoe, today, sunny, high near 60. Tonight, 32. And Wednesday, 71 and sunny. And Placerville today, 73 degrees and sunny. Angels Camp, today mainly sunny, high 77. This from and by Ubinet for the June 7th primary election, Thursday, April 28th, was the first pre-election filing deadline with all candidates listed on the ballot required to file a Fair Political Practices Commission form. In Nevada County, those candidates not filing forms were District 3 Supervisor Candidate Valentina Masters, District 4 Supervisor Candidate Calvin Clark, Assessor Candidate Cheryl Bushor, Auditor Controller Candidate Rob Tribble, and Clerk Recorder Candidate Paul Gilbert show no filings on the public portal for campaign finance disclosure. Nevada City Council Candidate Ken Mertinger also has no forms listed on the website. All other candidates, Form 460, are available on the portal website. And this very, very sad story. About 5 million honeybees bound for Alaska from the Sacramento area last weekend got waylaid when Delta Airlines routed them through Atlanta, where most of the bees died after being left for hours in crates on the ground during hot weather. Associated Press says the bees were the first of two shipments ordered by Alaska beekeeper Sarah McElray from a distributor in the Sacramento, California area. The bees were to be used to pollinate apple orchards and nurseries in Alaska where they are not native. But the bees were bumped from their original route of Sacramento to Anchorage, Alaska, and instead put on a flight to Atlanta where they were to be transferred to an Anchorage-bound plane, according to published reports. McElray's says she worried when the 800-pound shipment didn't arrive in Atlanta in time to make the connecting flight. The next day, she says, Delta told her some bees had escaped, so airline workers put the crates holding the bees outside a Delta cargo bay. In a panic, McElray reached a beekeeper in Atlanta who rushed to the airport and discovered that many of the bees had died from heat and starvation, according to the New York Times. Delta called it an unfortunate situation. Delta has apologized to McElroy. The airline declined to make anyone available for an interview. The beekeeper in Atlanta, Edward Morgan, called more than a dozen people to go to the airport and try to save any bees that were still alive. It's devastating to see that many dead, Georgia beekeeper Julia Mahood told Atlanta broadcasters WABE. McElroy, who runs a business called Sarah's Alaska Honey, says she had received previous shipments of honeybees on Delta from Sacramento to Anchorage via Seattle many times. The airline told her last week's shipment didn't fit on the plane, so they were rerouted through Atlanta. McElroy says her supplier in California will replace the shipment, which is worth about $48,000. 
And this from the Sacramento Bee, an ambitious public health collaboration between the city of Davis, other Yolo County cities, and UC Davis plans to shut down testing operations this summer. When it does, it will conclude a nearly two-year project that has been lauded for giving the region one of California's most robust programs for monitoring COVID-19 spread and limiting outbreaks. Healthy Davis Together launched in September 2020 at the UC Davis campus level and began widespread community testing for the city of Davis in November 2020. It then expanded in July 2021 to include a sister program called Healthy YOLO Together, adding more testing sites in YOLO County. YOLO has consistently ranked among the lowest test positivity and case rates out of all 58 California counties during most of the pandemic, state data has shown. The Nevada County Environmental Health Department Vector Control Program will be holding mosquito fish giveaways on five Thursday afternoons, including this Thursday, throughout May and June. Mosquito fish can consume large quantities of insect larvae in your pond or other standing bodies of water. By reducing the mosquito population, you can reduce your risk of contracting mosquito-borne diseases, including the West Nile virus. The details on it? It's every other Thursday, 12 p.m. to 2 p.m., beginning this Thursday and going through June. The location is at the Eric Rood Administrative Building parking lot on Maidu Avenue in Nevada City. And how to participate, drive through pickups only. Please remain in your car. Containers will be provided to safely take the fish home. The dates, once again, Thursday, May 5th, Thursday, May 19th, June 2nd, June 16th, and June 30th. More information is available at My Nevada County and on Ubinet. And in the rest of the news, there's an aquatic jungle off the coast of Northern California, but 95% of it has vanished in less than a decade. And the most banned book in the country, Maya Kobib's book, Gender Queer, about coming out as non-binary, landed the Bay Area author at the center of a battle over which books belong in schools. And SF Slow Street, San Franciscans took to the streets over the weekend to support making permanent the pandemic-era decision to close 30 streets in the cities to cars. That according to the San Francisco Chronicle. Birthdays today include singer Frankie Valli at age 88, sports announcer Greg Gumbel of 76, singer Mary Hopkin turned 72, singer Christopher Cross hit 71, and dancer Cheryl Burke of Dancing with the Stars is now 38. And now stay tuned for more great music and fun on the Tuesday Morning Show. 